man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, Eagle Nation, welcome back to another episode of Gata Talk. And uh, Cody, we are officially retiring, <laughs> fun facts, uh, at least at least for a while, at least for a while. It, it, it lasted two episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say that unless we get two wins in a row, it does not come back this season. Um, we cannot control blue pants or, or what the team wears or anything like that anything else superstitious but we can't control the segments on this podcast so uh we are not going to do fun facts um because we are owing to when we do it georgia southern losers uh once again to the georgia state panthers 41 to 33 up there um at you know i'll be respectful center park stadium in atlanta right uh they 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 took us to the woodshed they beat us um they're uh three straight now um <clears throat> they're six and three right overall in the series um and we fall to three and three overall oh and two in the conference they're two and four one and one um in the Sun Belt. so uh, yeah, Cody, we're we're officially retiring just after two episodes. Fun facts. <laughs> Fun facts is over. Pool, poof, it's gone. Um, it's I don't know, man. It's it, that game was weird. We played good at times, you can say, and then obviously there's other times where we play terrible. Um, and it's a Jekyll and Hyde team. I, even during the game. <laughs> series by series you never know what you're gonna get I don't know it's um this one hurts because I think it gets compounded with the way that the coastal game ended right yep. so you know you look at it if you clean up the mistakes in terms of just turnovers and poor defensive play we're easily two and zero in the conference and we take you know we're looking at a huge weekend coming up against JMU and which who's Whoever wins takes takes full control of the the East Division, whereas now it's not. You're going up against another twenty five team in the country, and yeah, you're on the ropes. And and yeah, yeah, you're you're in a position to where if you gotta beat this really good team to not fall to zero and three, and really kind of be effectively out of any chance of of even winning the division and coming close to a conference championship. Yeah, because I mean the decks stacked against us, right? Not mathematically out of it, but I mean obviously in in especially the East Division of the Sun Belt, we know how competitive it is. Um, and and yeah, being zero and two, especially having you know not having the tiebreaker against Coastal, which at least right now, right at six and zero, I mean they they look to be one of the favorites, um, right in in the East, if not the the front runner, yeah. right in, in, in the East, because obviously JMU is not eligible. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I mean you know uh, we'll we'll see how it plays out, but but yeah, going zero and three, I think all but eliminates us maybe not mathematically but I, I i think most people would say you know we're we're done yeah we're point. done so not after maybe yeah. maybe, maybe not a like not can't get to a bowl game but obviously 
anything dealing with the conference for contention. Yeah, it's just yeah done. for contention. Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, Cody. Uh, I mean, it 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 stinks, man. Like, it I mean, it does. You know, like like it it, it stings uh, with you know, especially like you said. I think the losses do compound the way we lost to Coastal. Um, just in overall the you know especially like the fourth quarter of, of playing three quarters so well then that fourth quarter at coastal that we talked about then really pretty much the whole game right outside of that like first drive where you, you th- like think okay yeah this this is going to be you know we're just going to run away with this this is exactly how we wanted to start um, and then just the wheels fall off you know we give up the quick touchdown to them even it up again and then, you know, they pretty much controlled from there on out, right? They started a battle back. Um, you know, obviously we lose by eight. We make it a four-point game. Should have been a three-point game there, um, right, <clears throat> uh, with, with the block extra point. But, um, you know, I, I guess silver lining, like that's – something to be said there right I, I've, I've said several times on this podcast of, of the, this team has no quit and you know i would have liked to see some more grit and determination and just fire like juice whatever you want to call it um in that game uh, you know consistently throughout the entire game um i think georgia state had that and we did not um however we never gave up um and you know we were still in it late and we've been in every single game we've played this season um you know win or loss uh late you know so there's something to be said there um there's something to be said that you know you have just a a really bad game all around right Uh, defensively get some stops but give up you know key touchdowns and key big plays at just you know the the worst possible times offensively 449 yards but you turn the ball over five times right four interceptions fumble with the interception and the the lone fumble there um on the final two drives to end it um and we still lose by eight you know we still only lose by eight you know so so i i do think there's some silver lining there i'm not talking moral victory you know moral victories or anything like that um but this is a game, frankly, we play this bad last year or or probably any any year under Lunsford. Um, it's not an eight point game. It's just not. Um, you know, and and I, so so I guess what I'm saying is there there is hope there that if we clean some things up, we're gonna start seeing these close losses turn to you know close victories and and hopefully you know sizable victories. No, you're right and. That's the frustrating part as a fan because you don't want to go through these growing pains, right? You just want to jump from new coach to instant success and instant blowouts and all this, you know, galore and everything that positive and championships. But that's just not how it works, right? You have to kind of go through this process of, all right, kind of working it out. This team has to work together, figure out how to win. Uh, And they're close. They're close. But it's just not there yet. I think offense is 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 a lot closer than than the defense is, obviously. Um, but still, you're right. Things have to be cleaned up. You can't throw four interceptions in a game, regardless of if it's tipped or if it's errant throws, um, and expect to win. Uh, you can't have four or five straight defensive possessions where it looks like you can't stop them at all, and they just run up and down the field on you. Uh, you can't give up. How many rushing yards was it? Three hundred and fifty rushing yards they gave up. Uh, you can't have that and expect to win. Uh, 
Yeah, three three thirty five. They only okay. had one hundred eighty six passing yards, but five hundred twenty one yeah. yards of total offense. We had four forty nine, three hundred fifty nine passing, but again with the uh, with the five turnovers and, and four interceptions, um, and uh, just ninety two rushing yards. Cody. Yeah, I, I think that's that's yeah. big too. I mean, they they obviously shut down the rushing game of ours, um, which I wasn't quite expecting that to be the case. Um, I figured that with our offense, the way that it's designed, that we should at least kind of get our rushing yards at will when we want to. Um, to get back to your point of only it being an eight-point loss, you mentioned the missed extra or the blocked extra point. You also had another a drop touchdown from Omari Jones, which never happens either. And yep. if those, if you just change those two things right there, it's a three-point game. And so I think that kind of really tells you just kind of how close we are is that you have two things that never happen. You usually never see Amari Jones drop a pass. Our field goal kicking so far this season has been on point. I mean, it's been phenomenal. And these kind of random weird things happen, and you get the eight-point loss, but if they don't, it's three. And then you really don't ever know how the game is, how it's going to go. That's still with the five turnovers, the errant defense at times. I think... As a fan base, yes, this is hard to swallow, right? You never want to lose conference games. You definitely never want to lose to Georgia State. Yep. The past three years have been very frustrating, right? You had the 2020 loss in which you felt like you gave it away in the fourth quarter. Yep. You had last year, which they it was tied, and they scored with, like, what, less than a minute left on the clock to win that game. Now you have this in which – you literally hand them the game. You do everything you can to give them the game, and you're still within eight points, and you still have a chance to win it. It's very frustrating to to just I don't know it, it the 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 mood that I feel like is this is a turning point for for the team. Are they going to come together? Are they going to ballot through? Or are they going to just kind of not necessarily quit or, or give up on the season, but are they just going to kind of accept fate of this is how they are and they're just going to kind of weeble-wobble the rest of the way and you never really know what kind of team you're going to get when you come out to play? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we talked um, in you know during our call before we started recording is like, with this Georgia State rivalry, and it is a rivalry, right? Of like, if if you can't get up for that, like, what can you get up? Yeah, for? I've, been, like, I've been calling it a like, rivalry for years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and 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 the thing is, is now it's almost becoming not one because it's it's so lopsided. Yeah, right? I mean, three in a row for them. Um, and and frankly, yeah, like we haven't earned the right to talk trash for them, right? I mean, yes, there's easy things to point uh, uh, point fun at. But the fact of the matter is it's a football rivalry. Well, I think here's the thing. It's a football game, and it's settled on the field. It is. And they own us on the football field, period. And doesn't matter how many fans are in the stands or what the environment's like or how annoying the train horn is, they own us on the football field. Yeah, Yeah. and and to be honest, past accomplishments are are not going to help you the day of the game, right? It doesn't matter how many national championships we have. It does not matter how many conference championships we've had. How much? How many tra- established traditions, yes. or you know anything yeah. like that? Yeah, nothing. None of that matters, and it's just it's settled between those 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 men on the football field that day. And quite honestly, you know they wanted it more. 
You, you, I don't know if you've already mentioned that yet or not, but they, they, they he wanted it more than we did. They did. I felt yeah, like the, they had that fire, that yeah. spark, the entire game. I felt like know? the and physicality of it. They were way more physical than we were. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect us to go out there and get kind of punked like we did. But yeah, but you we saw got manhandled yeah. on on both lines. Like you know, we our offensive line and credit to Richard Owens um, with, with the you know uh, miraculous turnaround there. Um, they've played well pretty much all year. Um, they got dominated in this game, and our defensive line was non-existent. Um, you know, we, we had no pass rush whatsoever. They got manhandled by their offensive line. Um, you know, they, they looked bigger, they played bigger, um, and they played more physical. Um, it, you know, and, and like, yeah, the line play combined with five turnovers, you're going to lose that game. Every yeah. Time. I wouldn't even just the stop fact that there. we only lost by eight is a miracle. I felt like the, the corners and the DBs, I felt like even there we were getting kind of manhandled on the edges. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it's just, they wanted it more than we did plain and simple. It's just, it's just how it appeared when you watched on the TV, it just appeared like they wanted that game more than we did. And I don't know if we weren't expecting them to come out with that fire. I don't know if we thought that just because they had a one in four record that they would kind of just. I just don't know why don't, you would think that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I I just, don't. I, I, you know, like, yeah, even if even if they lost the army and came in winless, like they're still gonna always be up for that game. Yep. Whether they're undefeated or winless, like they're they're gonna be up for that game. And we, for whatever reason don't treat it the same way and now we find ourselves in a lopsided you know series in this rivalry um you know uh three to six and it's just i I don't know what it's going to take to get the team motivated to to get up for it and you know like um you know and and we we see it against app state but like i I just I, i don't know what the difference is you know like I don't know either. I don't know either. Um, and it's hard because you can't take it lightly because it's a conference game, right? Like it, you can't. Yeah. You can't just. It's a divisional it, yeah, game. It's a, divisional, it's a divisional, game. divisional. Yeah, I mean, you, you're competing with this team to win this division to get to the conference championship, and quite honestly, it determines a lot of the times if whoever team's going to go bowling, right? Like, so if typically if we beat them, they don't go bowling. If they beat us, we typically don't make it to a bowl. So, <laughs> again, this game is very important, not even just for the rivalry aspect of it, but just for trying to win the division, trying to get to a bowl game. Well, and like other factors, I mean, most of the, you know, a lot of our recruiting. team is from Metro Atlanta, yeah. right? Yeah, recruiting, but like it's a homecoming for a lot of these players. They played against a lot of these guys that they're going up against, right, in high school, right? They know them or they know them from the recruiting circuit or whatever it is. Like they're, and, and that's what feeds a rivalry a lot of times, especially in state rivalries. And like you see it from the other side, you see it from the Georgia state side, but you just don't see it from us. Like we just treat yeah. it like any other game or, or not even any other game, not even like, like you said, any other conference game, we treat it almost like a non-conference game. Yeah. Like we're playing an FCS school or something. Correct. It's like what, you know, you know, that's a good point. It's like we're trying to play an FCS school. And I think probably the reason why is because in our head, we've always looked at them as an FCS school when they haven't been that way the entire time we played them. Yeah, you know, we got to start looking at them as they are an FBS program that is in our division, that's looking to kick our tail every time we play them, and six out of nine times they have. Yeah, so that's got to change. 
I, you know, and you make a great point there. We don't look at any other team in our division as another FCS program, right? Like, no. we're not going to look at JMU coming in that way. We're not going to look at. We Hopefully never. We not. never looked at yeah. App. You know, we're certainly no. not going to look at App. Anybody we else. look at App the way Georgia State looks at us. Yeah, we look at App as an opportunity. Now, obviously, we want to get to a position where it's mutual. We're looking at all of these teams as just a bump in the road. Right, like like a hurdle to get to all, our ultimate goal of conference championship and and even more of of you know New Year Six or whatever it may be, but you know with unfortunately in the last couple of years because of you know the the state of the program we've looked at the App State game much like I think Georgia State looks at us where it's it's a proving ground it's an opportunity like this is the top dog let's knock them off yeah let's upset mm-hmm. them play the role of spoiler. Um, I think that's how Georgia State looks at us, um, you know, maybe for for different, you know, somewhat different reasons. But um, they, they, they don't just look at it as as just another conference game. They look at it as like an opportunity to make a statement. Yeah. You look at App State like that. I want to get to the point where like everyone is a speed hump to our ultimate goal, right? Like, like everyone is, is, is a hurdle that we have to, um, get across. To, um, yeah. But it doesn't yeah, mean you look down on them so much that you feel like they shouldn't even be on your same level or no, that, they're all even. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, like it's, yeah, they're all even hurdles or even speed bumps. Like, like you treat it. I mean, maybe there's a little bit more fire behind it, but like we need to get to the point where, yeah, like all of these conference games, especially the divisional games, like we come in with the same tenacity and the same fire and the same determination to go in and dominate the opponent. And I'm just not seeing it. And it's not just this coaching staff. We saw it on the Lunsford. Um, we saw it, you know, uh, you know, certainly in, in previous coaching staffs. I mean, even dating back to, to Fritz and, you know, sometimes, but like, um, eh, I don't know. Not with Fritz. May, maybe not, nah, with Fritz, not with Fritz because I mean, yeah. Well, with the with the last one under Fritz, but you could say that's that well. Was more there's the team, a big but, conspiracy theory for yeah, that last I know. game. I know. <laughs> I know that we're not going to rehash. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, worst worst loss right ever at at Pulse. Well, if we don't show up to play next week on Saturday, that, that, that could change. Um, yeah. No, look. Um, hats off to Georgia State, right? Honestly, hats off to them. They beat us. I think the the big question is, I don't really have a concern about offense outside of the interceptions, but I think that's yeah. just going to... T- turnovers is a problem. I mean, we're number 14 total offense in the country. Yeah. Number 11 passing. We still scored right? 33 points, and you can arguably say that we left at least four points out there because of two things that hard, never happened. And to be honest with you, with that last field goal, I would have gone for it to see for a touchdown. That's the only that's the only change I would make. But I understand why they went in and kicked the three. Yeah, I think no, I, I, I I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not concerned about really the offense. And I know that there's concerns about the interceptions, but honestly, there's so much more good. It really outweighs what. The interception. I mean, we're, th- we're thirty-seven points per game. <clears throat> yeah, right. We we talk about the thirty-point mark. There's only, been, mark. There's only said, been one game we've scored less than thirty points, and that's been UAB. Yep. So and, and back back to back thirty plus point games. Yeah. Uh, where we've had losses, right? And which, of his, like, you know, yeah, that's frustrating. But of his, of his eleven interceptions, seven of them have came against Georgia State and UAB, right? So, yep. And the other four games, if I did the math correctly. There's only four interceptions. So what? One a game? That's not. 
Sneak. He's had at least yeah. one every game. Yes, though, right? yeah. he has, and I think you're just going to have to take it. Where we're, I think, the most concerned about is defense. Not only with sort of the injuries that have happened to some big time players that we have, but just the overall way the defense has played this season. Very hot and cold. Very sometimes they look great. Sometimes they look like they have no idea what they're doing. I don't know if that's a coaching thing. I don't know if that's a just we don't have the depth of the players yet to kind of pull it all together. But something's got to we got to figure out something to at least get a little bit more consistency out of the defense over these next six games if we have even a chance of trying to go bowling this year. Yeah, yeah, we do. Because, I mean, you've seen glimpses of it, right? You've mm-hmm. seen flashes of it where, like, everyone's like, oh, they can't get a stop. Well, they got several stops in that game. But, unfortunately, like, offense playing, you know, putting up all the numbers that they did, um, they still turned the ball over five times. And, you know, it, it put the defenses back against the wall. And both from the offense and certainly the defense this entire season – it seems like you know the t- the times we need them the most to make a big play, um, they can't do it right. Yeah. So like um, you know we we started a claw back in that one, and then we have you know the, we give them the back to back scores. We give them what the thirty something yard run by uh, by Greg right um, <clears throat> that that essentially like sealed it, and and that's deflating, and it puts a lot of pressure on the offense right. It puts a lot of pressure on the offense and and Van Trees to um you know something that we talked about um before we started recording of like you know is he feeling that pressure i think it's safe to say that he is right that like our defense can't we we cannot rely on the defense to consistently make stops therefore we're the offense is expected to go out there and score every time they touch the ball yes and what happens when you have that amount of pressure you make mistakes and you make bad reads and you make bad throws and you turn the ball over. Well, you just try to force it. You try to force yeah. something. Right. Where it's you, not for, because you force you things. Right. Be, you feel like you can't waste a possession. Or you can't waste a throw. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes the best decision to make is just throw the ball away and, and, and try to get on the next down. Well, if you feel like you have to score, you have to make every play count. You're not going to do that. You're going to, you're going to try to force it in there. You're going to try to get positive yards or try to, get get downfield and and that's where the mistakes come in but i i don't have the answers for the defense um i think there i think there there's been some positive things that i can look at there's been a lot more negative though i feel like the tackling went went backwards this week mm-hmm. um i feel like there were several angles that were taken that were not correct um i don't know i it, I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter of that Coastal game, but ever since then, man, this defense has just kind of looked lost. Maybe that's the best word is lost or confused about what they should be doing out there at times. So I don't know. That's To me, Coach Harris has a lot that he has to try to unravel and solve before JMU comes to town, and I don't know if he's going to have the time to do it. Maybe he will. But I feel like it's going to take him the rest of the season to try to get this defense to where he wants it to be at. I just don't know if it's going to be enough time to where we, you know, we may take a a few more losses like this 
What What do you think is like the main cause defensively? Because I mean, obviously, we had some key departures, yeah. right? I don't know if it's leadership. Um, on we, the, had, we had a new scheme. Yeah. We have new leadership, and then we had injuries. So, like, of all those, and I mean, I think the answer is a combination. But like, I think of all those, like, what would you say is the the biggest factor? <sighs> I don't think it's new scheme, right? I think by the time you get to college ball, you kind of understand most schemes when it comes to defensive side of the ball. It's just who's calling the plays and how they install it. I think that's fine. I don't think that's really the, the main thing. I think it has more to do with maybe leadership on the field, right? You had Todd Riley Glenn, who's now officially done for the season, yeah. um, probably maybe done for the, his career. Thank you for your seven years here. I, I we can't you've been a leader on and off the field um and best of luck to you whatever decision it is that you make whether you come back for another year or whether you decide to, to start your career um yeah. he will always be an eagle for sure uh i don't know if it's i think it has to do with more of you lose him Derek canteen hasn't been on the field and now we just learned that quinn williams is probably maybe done for the season those are three big guys that I think are three leaders on the team that who's the leader of that defense now? Who's the one calling the plays, getting everybody in order? Who's taking control of the defense when the when the when the times are tough or when you really have to buckle down to get that stop when when the pressure's on. Yeah. It's hard to say because who's I mean, we the don't, player we don't, that's taking We have some veteran guys. Yeah. We like we have some older guys, but they're not necessarily experienced guys or experienced here. Right. So you have mm-hmm. like Najee Thompson comes to mind, right? Fifth year uh defensive back. Obviously he's played special teams, he's played offense, he's played all over yeah. the field. Um, like he comes to mind. He made a key play, you know, in, in that Georgia State game um with the pass breakup in in the end zone. Um, but you know, like Wyland Free comes to mind, but you know, he's out of Fresno State transfer, right? He's a six year guy. Um, so like he's first year with us, um, but an older guy. So like yeah. Tyler Bride, you know, a, a guy is super talented uh, bird song same thing has, has played some but like not i guess like super consistently this is the first year where they're getting like consistent playing time and like yeah you look at one of those guys but like I, I guess the question is is are they ready or are those guys that are newer to the defense or newer to the program you know are they going to be looked at as that as that leader yeah so like I said, I don't I don't know the answer to that, and I don't know the answer to to the to the woes on defense. I think tackling has to be shored up. I felt like I've already mentioned. I think it took a step back, but I just think that somebody on that field has to step up and take control of the defense and kind of be that leader. You talked to I think Coach Shelton mentioned that they had missed gap assignment, um, which is a cause for a lot of those big runs that you saw in this past game, and it's like who's responsible for that. Right when when it's a hurry up offense, and you're trying to get all the pieces in and and trying to get everybody lined up where they need to be, who's responsible for that? Is that is that the leader of the defense? Is that Coach Harris? I don't know. I would assume it's probably whoever the captain is or whoever is the quarterback of the defense, responsibility to get the play called and make sure everybody's lined up where they need to be lined up at um, before the offense snaps the ball. Um, but. Again, I'm not. I'm not on the field. I'm not in the huddle, so I wouldn't know. So, yeah. yeah so, um, I guess uh, let's turn back to offense real quick before we turn to JMU. 
Um, you know, something that I've seen brought up several times, I think it's worth addressing is, you know, we, we talked about Calvin Trace a little bit, um, talked about his performance. Um, you know, he's, he's a gunslinger. We know in this offense, um, you know, we, we brought him in for a reason to kind of be that role, you know, something that he didn't get to do much, um, in his, uh, you know, previous gig at, at, uh, Buffalo, um, you know, more of a game manager up there, obviously more of a running offense. Um, and you know, Ellis and, and Helton and company felt really confident bringing him in. Obviously everyone knew that he was a, a loner, right? I, I don't say that disrespectfully. It's just, he's in his sixth year. We knew we had him for one year. Um, he was a gap player, a gap quarterback. What's come up here, you know, he sets the single season passing record halfway through the season, right? Um, not maybe super hard to do <laughs> seeing, yeah. seeing our, seeing our history, but you know, he's got 1900 yards. It was around like 1800. I, I, I believe was, was the record. So he broke that and obviously he's going to shatter it. Um, especially obviously if he keeps playing, um, cause again, just six games in. Um, so yeah, 1931 yards, 13 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, right? Like we said, he's thrown at least one in every game. Um, you know, two of the, uh, you know, big losses that we had, obviously, Georgia State and uh, at UAB, I, I would say it was a, a big part of the of the game right i mean it was a, certainly the turning point you take away those four interceptions against georgia state i think most people say we probably win that game um so the question is is knowing that we only have entries for a year and knowing that probably we're out of the conversation of the conference um still you know still in sight but i mean obviously at oh and two again deck stacked against us um certainly out of you know uh, probably like ranking consideration and certainly like New Year's Six Bowl consideration. Still obviously in, uh, you know, a, a bowl just halfway through at three and three. You know, we go three and three for the rest of the season. We're at least uh, eligible, right, for, for a bowl. Yep. So that's still in play. But the question here is, do we continue with Calvin Trees? And when I say that, I'm not saying like we bench him and put in another guy. But do we platoon? Do we bring in anybody else to prep whoever his successor is, right? Whoever comes after him. Um, like, because, you know, that's the concern right now. Like, we've got, what, like seven, eight quarterbacks out there. But, you know, most of them are freshmen um, or have very little playing experience, a couple transfers. Um, you know, so I'm sure we're in behind the scenes grooming somebody. But when do we get them playing time, playing, you know, quality reps um, in, in game time situations? Uh not unless we're completely out of bowl consideration. Um, maybe then you can start the idea of platooning or or, or something. Even like those. a drive or two. Yeah, no, no. I think, look, Kyle Van Trees to me gives us the best chance to win. I know it's frustrating to see some of the interceptions. And you can look at the UAB and, and the state game I just mentioned, and that's the majority of those 11 interceptions. As frustrating as it can be those are within those two games. The other four games, he's only thrown one. And we're what three and one in those games, so yeah. so no. I again, if he protects the ball, or if if the football gods are, are bless us and the tips actually fall on the ground and yeah. not into somebody's hands, then we 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 probably win the football game. Um, no, I think you you keep with Kyle Vantries until we are out of contention for a bowl. 
and then do you think about that? Yeah. But but not until then. I, he, because the offense doesn't change, right? So no, like we no. live or die by his hand. And the thing is, is like he's got. Well, who the, gives you the we, best we chance to win? The best, the best hand. Yeah. yeah like who, gives who gives you the, you the best? It's Kyle Van Treese, right? Like if, if if it wasn't him, he wouldn't be playing. It would be whoever could. Yeah. But no, and honestly, you have to. I and here's the other part of it. You. There's not a guarantee that whoever's behind him right now is going to be our quarterback next year. Yeah. So. Is it worth them going out there and playing? Maybe. Maybe. I, I would, yeah. So I, I would say to that, yeah, you're absolutely right. I would say, and, and of course we have no inside information, right? But like, no. <laughs> I, I would say that like, if we know internally, right? Like, like if Ellis and Helton kind of know who the, the next guy up is, right? Who is that true successor? Like, I would, I could see an argument for getting him some playing time at some point. No. Um, Why? But I don't think it guarantees success. Did App State ever take out Taylor Lamb so that whoever the, the Zach Thomas kid can come in and play? No. Not that I can remember. Maybe one or two drives here or there when when Taylor Lamb got injured. Yeah, I think it was injuries. But yeah. but never did they like, all right, well let's give him a half. No. No, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't no. I don't think it guarantees success in terms of what's going to happen next year. Oh, of course it doesn't Justin, guarantee nobody success. Nobody could but... predict Justin Tomlin's season last year. I mean, he had spurts of where he looked like he could be good. And then, yeah, that's true. And then last year it just didn't just, – for whatever reason, it just never panned out for him. You know, in my head, you play the person who's going to give you the best chance to win – if you feel like after, let's just say for some reason, we're out of bowl contention in games, you know, whatever, the last one or two games of the year, if you feel like whoever's a backup has is probably going to be your number one guy, then yeah, maybe give him a half or maybe let him start. See what he's got. Go for it. But no, I think you just ride with Kyle and Trees throughout the rest of the season, especially if you are in contention for a bowl. Um, and, and just kind of see where your chips lay. I think he, he's obviously the person that gives us the best chance to win. So I, I don't find the argument or the thought of taking him out or putting somebody else in really even – I don't I, I can't find that serious, at least yeah. not right now. So I'm just curious. So would you, would you say the same thing if we were in our old offense – and let's say it was, you know, Shy Wirtz or whoever it is, option quarterback, and they're fumbling the ball, right? They're having a bad performance. Maybe, you know, here and there they're putting up yards, whatnot. Um, but they're turning the ball over at the same clip that Van Tree says um, and, and costing us games because of it. Would, right. would you so say if it's the an same option thing? quarterback, are they fumbling because they're carrying the ball and they're getting hit and they fumbled? Or is it like on pitching? Or handoff. I would say both. Like both? I, I think I think that's the equivalent of like a passing quarterback, right? Is decision making. So like, are you following because you're carrying? Okay, um, you're not. You know, you're not um, taking care of the football, or are you making poor decisions with your pitches, which are equivalent to to like passes for for Vantry? So, uh, mm, mm, 
I, no, and of course you no, have like your I tip think, malls I and think, stuff because you have like your pitches. That yeah, like, you I, know. no, because that's such a hard question, right? Is he also when he's not fumbling the ball? Is he also breaking it for like hundred yard runs for touchdowns? I, uh, sure. I mean, I mean, we saw we saw that some out of words, right? We we saw that some out of words. No, we, we no, had these I, conversations with words. Is, it, to me, where if it's that's like, the is quarterback he, that gives you the best shot to win? You keep him in there and you play him. So if that's the quarterback you feel like gives you the best, then yeah, you 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 do it. Um, if it's not, I remember there were, there was a string of games where we had this conversation about words. Yeah, no. because he was yeah, and and again, whenever there is poor QB play or whenever you feel like there's inconsistency at that position, that conversation will always get brought up. But I think as fans, you have to honestly ask yourself: Is this the quarterback that gives you the best shot to win? And I think right now, without a question, it's Kyle Van Now. Like I said, if it, later on the season we're we're not even going to make a bowl, if the coaching staff thinks that there's a guy that they feel like could maybe take the reins next year, sure, throw him out there for a game and see what he can and, do. And I'll go back to that. So again, if and this big if, if the coaching staff feels confident about a guy, right, whether it's Fitzgerald or Solguski or um, the uh, Rossman kid or you know one of the other freshmen, you know uh, whoever it is, yeah. If if they feel that the next guy is in that quarterback room, I wouldn't wait that long. Um, I would at least get them, especially if we get in a situation where it's you know in the next couple games and we're getting blown out. Maybe it's this week against JMU, but if it if it gets like completely out of hand where there's no coming back, I get who I believe is the next guy up some reps. No. Um, some some quality game experience. I do. I'm no. sorry. I disagree. Not with this offense. Um, this you're never out of it with this offense. You just saw that in this past game, right? You're down 34. What 17? We were and, down 17. And, and you're I, I wouldn't say never down. I mean, I, I I think I think if we got we're about to face one of the best defenses in the country. Yeah. So why um, would you throw right? out a backup guy and let his confidence get absolutely sure. shot to shot? The I don't nowhere. think it's shot. It's it's throwing him oh. to the wolves. It's it's getting him. It's 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 telling him to go out there and prove himself if, against if, against, if, against a pro, a top twenty five team against one of the best defenses that he's going to see. That that so, your so, starting quarterback obviously yeah. can't do anything. No, you don't yeah. do that to a kid. You send no, a guy out with a chip on his shoulder and you say no. go out and prove yourself no. and and if 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 it goes bad like everyone expects and you just say hey, you played against a really good defense like prep yourself no. because like this is what you're going to see I, next year. I would not do that. No, I would not put a kid in a situation to fail. And that's what you're doing when you do that. I don't you, think it's put, no, Yes, it is. So. If you're already down and you know that this defense has been running all over you the entire night and you say okay back up go in there and get your licks and you're putting that kid in a situation to fail and if i'm a player on that team my trust on the coaching staff goes down because now i see that they're going to put that you kid think in a, yeah you're you gonna think put when that they put trevor lawrence in and when they took put all these kids you, you think that they were put in a position to fail trevor lawrence was put in because we knocked out the starting quarterback and he was already kind of already wanting to be started anyways by half their fan base and the coaching staff already knew it they were just was saving them that's that's a completely different situation. You're talking about a guy who's getting a team that's getting blown out by a really good team, and you're going to send in the backup for what? For what? You're not going to see anything in that because odds are that offense is going to perform worse than what it already has during the 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 rest of the first half of that or first part of that game. So you think if if that guy exists on the current roster that 
not giving them any play time this year because you know we're we we're in contention for something a bowl game or, or whatever it may be um you think that we're better off doing that than setting someone out uh, setting someone up it's not for a guarantee it's, more success it's not a guarantee for more success you have to no, put, of course it's not. You but have it, to but put it gives in a, the person that you feel like is the best to win now, and if you feel like it's Kyle Van Trees, then he has to start. Which I think there's not a doubt in anybody's mind that he's the best person that we have a chance. I disagree. To win. I, I sacrifice a bowl you, for it. You, uh, I'm no, sorry. you I, don't. You don't yeah, sacrifice, sacrifice a, bowl a bowl for that. No, you I sacrifice don't. a six and six season to get the next guy no, ready. You don't sacrifice. Hundred percent. No, do. you don't. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do. No, I'm sorry. We know Van Trees isn't going to be here next year. It's not, not like a, you know, a, so, so like it, so so should should all senior quarterbacks, regardless of, should we just all just all right halfway through the season, all right, get out of here. You're, we if we're to, if we're a five hundred team and no. it's like the writing's on the wall, absolutely, no, absolutely, you prepare for next season, and that's not so that's not throwing in the a towel. Yes, it is. You, you didn't give said, up on the season. You just said I'm no. preparing for next season, so you might as well you're preparing not. for next season, but you're obviously hoping you that the guy you comes for next out there. Season, the off season, spring ball, and fall camp. It's not the same. It's it, not the same as getting quality reps against a, a different defense, against a different opponent that's given a hundred percent of effort every time. It's it's not. It's it's like you cannot replicate that in practice or in the spring game. You can't. So uh, I, I'm sorry. Like if 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 it's at that, and you know we're we're talking about the you know Camellia Bowl or something, or um or getting the next guy ready. Get the next guy ready. No, you 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 make you get the ball. Mm-hmm. You get the ball. I disagree. No, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I disagree. And, and again, I, like you're 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 looking at it as like a guarantee that like you put you put in the backup and we're gonna lose the game. I don't. I mean, you don't know that. Like you you think that that Van Trees is 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 the guy. And I think he is like nine times out of ten, but that doesn't mean that like if things aren't going well, if the season hasn't gone the way everyone expected, and it gets to that point, yeah, I I, I think you you try something else, you try something different, you know. And again, it 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 all like I'll lean on the coaches of like their judgment of if they think that person is ready or not. Right. So like, I'm not seeing them every day in practice. So like, if it's, if it's truly like a guy that's like far from starting at that point, you know, my, my point it like doesn't stand because you know, he's probably not the next guy. <laughs> We're probably going to go to the transfer portal and find another Calvin trees. Um, but if you think it's Fitzgerald or so or whoever, um, and you think, you know, maybe they're not quite there, but like, like it or not, like they're going to be the guy probably, um, to start next season. Yeah. You, you get them in, you get them in. So did it hurt Grayson McCall at all not to play any of his freshman year? I don't know. Ask Grayson McCall. No, it didn't. <laughs> it, but he, he redshirted. He didn't play at all. No, I, 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 I think red shirts. I wouldn't burn a red shirt, obviously, but like several of these guys don't have it right so i mean like again if it's Solgusky that we've seen before if it's um if it's fitzgerald right the transfer from boise state like whoever it is like no i wouldn't waste a red shirt no. now you get the what the four games you, to play before you can burn it so like to you, me you've you, got you have to play the best person at the position 
you know, I, I guess my question for you and we'll, we'll end this, like my question for you there is like, at what point does that not become Calvantry's? Whenever somebody I'm, else can step up and take his spot. And if that doesn't yeah. happen, that doesn't happen. But, but, but that's my point is you don't know like that, that can't happen. Like, like it, it could, like we, we the, think now I, he gives us the best chance if, to win, coach but we're not in the, we're not in somebody the else was better at the position. That person well, would to be start in the, the season. Yes. But six games in when he's 13 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. And he's like, three I, I think and three better than anybody predicted us. We would be with a win against Nebraska. And again, you look at the two games, two games that he had terrible, terrible, interception rates the other ones he's three and one in sure I'm, I'm but again we, we're, we're not seeing the other guys in practice too. we don't know how close they are in that competition they might not be anywhere close that's what i'm saying like i don't know but if there's a guy that like let's say vantrice is at a nine as a confidence level but we got a guy at 8.5 and then we're we're you know right where we are now at the end of the season where we're like 500 yeah you 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 start the future. No, no, I, no, right. no. You 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 put the person you feel like is the best to win you the football game out there. We'll let Twitter right. decide. We'll let Twitter decide. I think I'm gonna win this. You may. You may. All right. Anyway. Um. So moving on to JMU. I never uh, win an argument with my wife. So you have a, a good shot. <laughs> I mean, neither, neither do I. So who does? But you're the only person I can win an argument with. I think. Um, so, so I keep you around, Cuddy. Um, the so the number twenty five James Madison Dukes uh, come into Statesboro. What fourth? Uh, just uh, what fourth team? Sixteenth, fourth team, fourth ranked team to come into Paulson, I believe. Um, and yeah, you had uh, App State twice, and then BYU you had. App State, you had BYU and Coastal last year. Oh yes, and then you, yeah, and then you had uh, App State once. App State once in Paulson, and then obviously we beat them back to back years. Yeah, unranked them on Halloween up in up in Boone of the Rock. Um, so yeah, so fourth uh, ranked team uh, to come to the uh, to Paulson Stadium. Um, they're five and zero, three and zero in the conference. Obviously, this is the team. Uh, you know, new team in the conference. They transfer over from FCS from the Colonial, um, and they're having a you know a Cinderella season. I mean, uh, like no doubt about it. Um, they're you know reminiscent of our two, uh, 2014. I'd say arguably even more impressive because we all know that the the Sun Belt is is much improved since uh, we joined the conference back in 2014. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, take nothing away from them. Like I said, the defense is very good. Uh, they're, they're the number two overall defense in the country. They're the number one rush defense in the country. Um, <clears throat> giving up just 42 rushing yards per game, Cody. Um, and, uh, and just 15 points per game. Um, so this mm. is going to be a huge, mm. huge test for Calvary for this offense to see if we can continue, you know, being one of the, the top offenses in the country um, against one of the top defenses in the country. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's a lot of an impressive stats you just threw at me there. Um, <clears throat> they are coached by Kurt Sengetti. And Love him. He is, he is probably, I think I would go ahead and put him as probably the best coach in the conference. All right. Big, big fan. 
Yep. Um, and you take a coach like him. Uh, he obviously doesn't have the star recruits, right? Um, but you could see that he has the ability to develop these players. Um, their quarterback is transferred from Colorado State. He had a what pretty decent season last year there. Um, but you, coming into the season, it was kind of an if as to what were they were going to get. Uh, but still, I mean, this is this is all around impressive what they've done. Um, congrats to them on being the 25th ranked team in the country. Um, obviously, for them, this is not anything new, right? They're used to being ranked very, very high, one or two, at least in the top five at the FCS level. So they shouldn't really find themselves as all, I guess, <clears throat> maybe a little starstruck because now it's the AP poll. It's one that people have the most recognition with. Um, but I would expect that he will have his team ready to play on Saturday. And if we don't come ready to play, it's going to get ugly fast. As you just mentioned, this is the best defense. They were down 28 to three against app state in the same yep. quarter and shut them out. At pulled the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Shut them out at the rock. Yep. Right. It wasn't like they were playing at JMU. No, they, they shut them out the rest of the game and, and quietly, and effectively got themselves back in it and won the football game. Um, we can't, no matter how big the lead is, if we happen to have a lead in this game, should we ever think that it's safe? Or should we ever get complacent? They blew out Middle Tennessee State 44-7 yep. to seven open the season. Which That's the same Middle Tennessee State yep. team that, that handled Miami. Um, you know, in Miami, uh, and and yeah, and then yeah, uh, destroyed Texas State that just beat App State. <laughs> right? Yes, obviously you mentioned beat App State at the Rock, thirty-two to twenty-eight with a huge comeback, and then in the last game um, last week, uh, forty-two to twenty against Arkansas State um, at Arkansas State. Um, yeah, never close. Uh, dominated no. it. so. So they're going to come out here with a lot of confidence. Um, <clears throat> This, you know, it, we obviously have, have stopped making predictions since, what, the first or second season we've done this? Yeah, second uh, season. But this is, <laughs> this will be, this will really show us kind of where we stack up, right? Like, we had the Coastal game, right, where we figured, man, we shut them down for three quarters, we let up in the fourth, and, and we lost it. Um, so you kind of felt like you were very close to being the upper echelon of the conference this is it, man. If we can come in here and beat them, then maybe it's how we protect our house. Yeah, right. It I is. mean, like it it, it's, it's the first big opponent that's come right to, to, to pulse in this season. No offense um, to right, ball state. state. Yeah. No, yeah. No offense to ball state and alligator boy <laughs> and, and, and Morgan state. But I mean, both of and those games, jars. I mean, I, in the Mason jars. <laughs> right. So like, I mean the ball state game, obviously people weren't super impressed over that. Right. Um, of, of, of how we won that game. The Morgan state game obviously started slow and dominated them, but as expected, um, now we got a ranked team, right. It might yeah. not have been if, if you put money at the beginning of the season of what, you know, that, uh, would a ranked team become into Paulson. I think a lot of people <laughs> would have bet that, um, if, uh, you asked who that team was, I don't think a lot of people would have bet JMU. No. Um, um, right. So, I mean, I, I think Cody, we were probably the only ones, right. They were picked last to f- uh, finish last in the conference. Um, we said, you know, don't sleep on them. Um, but even I, I uh, can't speak for you, but even I did not think that they'd be five and zero at this point. <laughs> right? no, um, no. So, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, they, they've exceeded pretty much everyone's expectations, maybe, uh, you know, other than their own. Um, and 
you know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, like, like I expected, uh, you know, app and, and Marshall and, um, you know, to, to be ranked when they come to Paulson later in the season, that's probably not going to be the case now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, here we are. So this may end up being our own, you know, the only ranked team that we face, um, certainly at Paulson, maybe, you know, the season, um, and it's, uh, Depends. South Alabama may may um, and and you know obviously if Coastal keeps winning we already played them obviously but um, you know they they could get ranked as soon as next week right if they take care of business and especially yeah. if JMU loses um, so so yeah so <clears throat> but um, yeah I, I, it's it's a huge again like what more do you need to get up for this game so like that's my question that's my challenge i guess for the team it's like you know you've got this rake team huge chip on their shoulder coming in um and and shut them up shut them down like we you prove that you can play against anyone you know you prove that you can beat nebraska you prove that you can be in it with coastal um and you prove that you can play really really crappy and still be in the game against georgia state which i think is gonna you know honestly have a turnaround and now that conference play is ramping up i think they're gonna get back to where a lot of people expected them to be um so yeah, I, I you know I I think this is a, a huge game for us. I it's a it's a proving ground. Uh, you know I know it's a broken record, and we've said that pretty much every week. Um, but I honestly, it's not. I'm not going to give like a score prediction, right? But like I, I told you this, Cody, in like text form earlier in the week. Like I see, um, I see this game being lopsided one way or another. I see us coming out and playing really poor. And getting blown out of the water and never being close is being our first lopsided loss of the season, um, or us finally putting it all together and unranking them and winning by multiple scores. I honestly think that it's going to be one of those two. I don't think this is going to be a close football game. Um, so that's, I guess, that's my prediction. Again, I won't give a score, um, but 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 I think if we can put it all together in front of a home crowd you know limit the turnovers get some turnovers get some key stops play our game don't force anything take what they give us i think we can win this football game and i think we can win it convincingly yeah i think um, it, i mean on yeah it comes down to just don't turn the ball over and then don't give up the explosive plays i mean honestly that's been our that's been our achilles heel so if if we don't turn the ball over like I just said, I think it, you know if we if we can keep it within one, at most we can't turn the ball over twice, and then defense, you know at this point, I'm not even looking for them to get turnovers now. I'm just just don't give up the big play, just force them to march down the field, force them to you know five five or you know whatever three four you know don't live them give them, let them have these chunk plays, to where you know they get these easy scores. Um, and I think you're right. We have a chance to win this football game, but it's going to be very difficult. They're going to be very well prepared when they come in here. Their quarterback is really good. Um, if he's not beating you throwing the ball, he'll beat you with his legs. Um, their running backs may not be flashy, but they get the job done. You just mentioned how good their defense is. You yep. know, their defense has has kept people out of the end zone, um, forced turnovers. Um, you know, you're talking about what you said. They didn't have even given up what forty five yards average in a game rushing, you know. That's with going against App State, you know, in the Rock and 
and shutting their Russian attack down, which is, you know, what they're known for. Um, so it's <laughs> we have to play, I think, our best football game. That three quarters like we played against Coastal, we're going to have to play that well, but for all four quarters if we even think we should have a shot at winning this football game. Um, and otherwise, I think you're kind of right. If we don't show up, if we play as bad as if we played against Georgia State, this will get out of hand quick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, I was looking at the quarterback, uh, Todd uh, Centeno. He's, uh, like you said, transfer from Colorado State. I'm actually starting his career at Temple. Um, so yeah, this is uh, a third a bit, school. Yeah, a bit of a journeyman. So, um, But, yeah, I, I think that the thing that stands out with him, right, he's got 1,300 yards on the season, definitely um, nothing to scoff at, um, one interception to 15 touchdowns. Yeah, very smart um, so with you the talk, ball. Yeah, so smart with the football, so. Yeah, he's not going to just errantly throw the throw the ball. Um, you know, this is this is I think this is kind of who we're going to have to kind of contain, right? If he's not beating you through the air, I think there's two games of the season which he led the team in rushing. Two, yeah, two hundred eighty nine total yards yeah, rushing, he's two touchdowns. Th- second on the team in rushing. Yeah. Um, the number one guy had a huge game against Arkansas State last week, so that's why he's number one. I believe he's hurt though. I believe he? he's out for the season. Yep. Yeah. I think they're they're, 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 Prince, star, or no, they're star running Prince. backs out. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh Percy. Per, really? Not I, I I believe I believe so, yes. Okay. Um But point so stands. If we cannot contain or can or, or keep that quarterback um containing the pocket and not letting him make big plays, we're just gonna be a long day for the defense. Um I'd be interested to see how we how we plan to scheme against their offense in terms of not letting him get out of the pocket and run. You know, we may have coverage, but if he can get out and pick up the first down with his legs, you know, that's just going to be just as frustrating if he gets a big, you know, completion on third down and move the chains. Yep. So, I don't know. Um, You know, there was a time um, in which, (laughs) going back to uh, coaching changes and first-year coaches, um, Munkin in 2010, we, uh, we started off four and four that season. And, uh, before we played app state, we lost a game to Sanford who was terrible that year as yeah. I think Sanford was most years. Um, and we came and we beat the number one team in the country at that point in app state. It, the season is kind of seesawing like that 2010 season did. Um, and, when we beat App State, that kind of really turned it around for us that year and drove us to where we were able to get to the playoffs and make that run to the semifinals. And obviously that started the the, the monkey years off right. Um, this sort of weekend can kind of be similar for Coach Helton if he can pull this one off. If we can beat JMU, unrank him, um, I could see where this gets the confidence across the whole team to where, okay, let's just go ahead and take care of business. Still may not be enough to win the conference or the division, but if we can maybe get us back on track for get us for back a on track, yeah, and, because and, and, you, and, then, you, and then you and head then to really, Old Dominion yep. on the road after this. It's a winnable game. Then you will return back home against probably. I mean, 
maybe your remaining toughest game on, yeah. on the schedule, and you get which the is, bye. again, crazy to say. You get the bye, and then, you, yeah, you get extra time to prepare for South Alabama. Um, and, you know, like you said, could be ranked. Um, and then, you know, the final stretch, which we thought was going to be like the gauntlet, and still very much is, and in no way am I saying that, like, to – overlook these teams but um you know to to end the season head to louisiana then uh host marshall and app state but i mean obviously all three of those schools have had their um their woes (laughs) as as of late Uh, obviously app state just losing to texas state big um and you know they have georgia state this weekend and they have georgia state yeah so that's going to be a a interesting one to watch to 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 see how that plays out yeah so no you're right you have Louisiana that's had their woes. Huge Marshall, drop off. Yep. You know, they lost to Bowling Green, who is an absolutely terrible football team. Yep. Um, and then, you know, out, you know, who's really honestly one play away from being 0 3 in the conference. Yep. So, uh, no, the you're thing, right. The thing that that says to me, right? I mean, we, we all knew that this was going to be a competitive conference. We all knew that it was one of the best, if not the best, group of five conferences and that the East Division was not just one of the toughest divisions in group of five, but in all of college football. What I think has played out, I think all of that is still the case. What, what I think has played out is that the parity right across from top to bottom across both divisions is there. And I honestly didn't see that. I, you know, I saw your kind of top teams, maybe your middle tier teams where we probably fit in somewhere. Um, and then you had a pretty sizable drop off where you have like your Texas States and ULMs um, of the worlds. And, and some people thought James Madison would be in the mix there. Um, <clears throat> right. But, but what you see is that literally every week anybody can win. Right, yes. whether it's ULM, whether it's Texas State, no matter whether it's Georgia State, right against us, um, no matter the records, throw it out the window. Like it's going to be a competitive game, um, and and yeah, we're we're seeing that. So um, that that's what's I think at this point, halfway through the season, is most surprising to be like we knew that those kind of top teams um, were going to be there, Marshall and App. Um, we knew that you know, or at least I thought that Louisiana was going to have a bit of a drop off, which they have you know we knew that jmu was going to be more competitive than a lot of people gave him credit for um and that you know coastal would probably still be there and georgia state would you know probably be there um but i don't think what anyone expected was that you know texas state was going to knock off app state or that you know a lot of people probably didn't expect troy (laughs) right to right to be where they are or south alabama to be where they are so um yeah that to me again top to bottom just any given week anybody can win no, you're absolutely right. And that's why you got to come prepared every week. Um, if you don't, if you come out flat for the first half of the game, you'll get, you'll get rolled over like we did. I mean, yep. so, now I think that's the thing. You know, we get back to Pawson this week. It's, um, you know, hopefully we come out. We don't come out flat like we did kind of last week. And, and, you know, I think the start of this game is going to be the most important part. If we can jump out on top of them, and 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 kind of build up a big lead, then we may have a shot. Um, yep. But if we start slow, it's it may be a long night for us. But no, it's um, let's uh, let's welcome these these Virginians down here, um, the Dukes, the Dukes. But uh, I hope they're going home unranked and 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 sad, and that they realize that the Sun Belt isn't going to be a cakewalk like the CAA was. I know. Yep. 
for sure, for sure. Reality check, hopefully for for the Dukes. Uh, looking forward to that game up in Virginia. And plus, we gotta uh, we gotta year. keep our record, man. We can't let anybody else come in here and just start their first season off undefeated in conference play. That's for us, I know. us only. Yeah. And honestly, that's kind of you know. All right, before we wrap this up, that's the that, that's, that's a daggone motivating factor right here. We need to be motivated. even, even though those those guys were in like no, middle school. It, no, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. It's a pride thing, right? Like the the only school to ever start out conference play undefeated their very first year is us. And we can control that. And yeah, we can we control can. that. We can go ahead and nip it in the bud right now and say, wish you the best the rest of the season. That's but, true. I didn't even think gonna, about that. I was gonna, just thinking like ranked team. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, like, uh, you know, real, reality check, sure. But like just, just a ranked team and Paulson. Like, yeah. you don't get it again, just the fourth time we've ever been able to do that. Um, and then for this crew, I mean, they get, had it, yeah, twice last year. Um, several of these players got to experience the, you know, upset uh, uh, in Boone, right, with, with App on Halloween. Probably weren't around for the year before that, right? Uh, uh, I guess some some of these like six year guys probably were right, um, <clears throat> but uh, six and seven year guys. But um, yeah, so I mean, do, doesn't happen often. Um, so take advantage of it. Uh, yeah. Again, what more do you need <laughs> to get motivated? And let's humble these guys. Let's do it. You know. Yep. Um, again, the pieces are there. We just got to put it together. Um, this can be. I mean, it's an entertaining football team. Um, I think they're further along than a lot of people expected. We just got to correct some of these mistakes, put, you know, all this stuff together. Um, and I, I think we can do great things. And I, you know, just halfway through the season, this can be a huge turning point of the year, or it can kind of set the precedent for what's going to be a disappointing and kind of tough final stretch of the season. Yep. So with that, Cody, um, as always, Let's unrank the Dukes and hail Southern. Hail Southern.